the Oakdale Christian Centre podcast. Today's reading is from 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 13 to the end of chapter 5. So we are in the fruit of the Spirit, we've been looking at, remember we have fruit, we're looking at them individually, but they are fruit, they are a collective, because obviously uh, we can separate them, and we looked at the first three, we say they are Godwood, next three are Manwood, and the last three are Selfwood, but you know, we've got to be careful though, because they're all intertwined, and they all feed each other, they link to each other, as we said, we talked about long-suffering last week, the long-tempered last week, and what does uh, 1 Corinthians 13 say, 1 Corinthians 13, 4, love is long-suffering long love suffers long and i don't know about you but i love god's word because uh, at, at those times where you don't want him to remind you he does and of course we talked about long tempered last week being long and uh, something happened this week and i was a little bit short only a little bit although this has been taped now so i gotta be careful what i say um uh, i was a little bit short with jackie but a little bit a little bit you know that as my mother said didn't what you said it's, it's tone 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 david and uh, with what I said as well, actually. But, uh, <laughs> and, and you know what came back to my mind? First thing, long-suffering. 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 And I said, okay, thank the Lord. <laughs> you reminded me. Uh, be careful what you preach, isn't it? Yeah. But um, that's, that's what the Word of God is. Isn't it? That's, the, that's the Holy Spirit takes God's Word and He applies it. He reminds us. That's what He does. Talked about remembering on Sunday. The Holy Spirit's job is to remind us. He put God's Word in and He brings it to our attention in, in those times where we don't want Him to sometimes <laughs> as a challenge. And uh, so tonight we're going to look two together because they're quite um, interlinked, really. Kindness, although sometimes it's, it's translated gentleness and goodness, but really the word is kindness and goodness. Mm-hmm. Kindness and goodness. Well, kindness, really, this lovely word of being kind, this, it's a lovely description. Someone's kind, isn't it? Someone's benevolent. Someone, when it's talking about things, it's talking about good and pleasant, serviceable. When it's talking about people, it's talking about gentleness of heart, graciousness. And um, when we used to call people gentlemen, didn't we? Gentlemen, refined, humble, uh, that kindness that um, uh, we, we see little of these days. We see harshness and we see... Um, uh, but you know what? The great thing about God, God is kind. Kind. And we'll just look at that and then we'll go on to goodness, which really, uh, that's again, is, is, is very nature. God is good all the time, of course. And he's asking us, in fact, he's telling us we are saved not just to know him, but to actually show him with what? Good works. And we look at that. So kindness, the kind. God is kind. To who? To all. Luke 6, 35, 36. But love your enemies. Do good to them. And lend to them without expecting to get anything back. Then your reward will be great. You will be children of the Most High. Because he is kindly and grateful and wicked. Be merciful, just as your Father is merciful. God is kind to the wicked and the ungrateful. Now... I mean, that goes against our brain straight away, doesn't it? But again, that's what we're talking about, being changed. It's, it's fruit. It's fruit of a person. He's in us. He's changing us. And uh, we'll look at in a moment where it's really going to rub it through. But God is kind. So much so, it leads us. It grabs our, our hearts and our attention. Romans 2, 4. 
Or do you show contempt for the riches of his kindness, tolerance and patience, not realising that God's kindness leads you towards repentance? But because of your stubbornness and your unrepentant heart, you are storing up wrath against yourself for the day of God's wrath, when his righteous judgment will be revealed. God will give to each person according to what he has done. To those who by persistence in doing good seek glory, honour and immorality, he will give eternal life. But for those who are self-seeking and reject the truth and follow evil, there will be wrath and anger. Just to say, uh, those who seek immortality, not immorality. But God's kindness, what is God's kindness? You know, when we come face to face, how, how kind God is, how benevolent God is, He can only lead us to our knees in repentance, can it? You know, I mean, the fear of God is enough to shake us, but the kindness of God, how can He be so kind to us who are so dull? The Bible says, none of us, uh, when we read that verse, there is no one who does good, not even one. Actually, that word is this particular word, and there's none of us that are really kind. You see, even the kindest of us, there are some of us more kind than others, really, our kindness comes from selfishness, doesn't it? Outside of God, we're talking about now, uh, because, you know, we're, we're angling sometimes. But you know what? With God, he's just, he is kind. He's kind. But remember the balance of the law, the, the, the balance of God's word. Listen to these verses again. It gives us, keeps our back straight. Uh, Romans 11, 22. Therefore consider the goodness and severity of God and those who dwell. Severity, but towards you, goodness. If you continue in his goodness, otherwise you will also be cut off. Strong words. Behold the kindness. Remember it's translated by the kindness it is. Behold the kindness and the severity of the Lord. Remember, we, 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 we've overplayed it. I just can't say over, can't overplay, but we've over uh, We've talked about the love of God so much, haven't we? And we've forgotten the justice of God. Yeah. See, God is love, absolutely, but He's got to be as just as just as He's love, because otherwise we would accuse Him of being unjust. Yeah. Um, so He's behold the kindness and the severity of God. Now, our kindness also can be corrupted. The Bible says, "Bad company corrupts good." But not the right, this word, kind character. It's amazing. Um, if, if you've ever been, especially when you're in, in school, and uh, you, you've, you've been, people are being made fun of, generally what you do, you join in with them, don't you? That, that's, because that, you're, you're drawn in. I mean, uh, sadly I was pretty good at making fun of people. I don't know, that's not something to boast about, but I was. And, and, but you're drawn in, aren't you? The bad company corrupts. That character, that kind character. Well, ultimately, um, God's kindness gives us salvation. Outside of it, we are lost. Titus 3, uh, 4 to 6. But when the kindness and love of God our Saviour appeared, he saved us, not because of righteous things we had done, but because of his mercy. He saved us through the washing of rebirth and renewal by the Holy Spirit. Whom he poured out on us generously through Jesus Christ our Saviour. That's a fantastic word, isn't it? Yeah. Words. Because of his kindness, he yeah. saved you. And he poured it out on you. Yeah. Undeserved, unmerited, un mm. unwarranted, really. Yeah. But God, God's kindness, God's kindness. Wonderful. So there's God, that's, that's who he is. Now, he's expecting us to be the same. Mm -hmm. He's expecting us. 
In fact, he's pleading with us. In fact, he's, Paul is telling us to change, to be. Um, 1 Peter, have I put 1 Peter 2 in? 1 to 3. I don't think I did that one, did I? 1 Peter no. 2. Um, that's about taste and see that the Lord is good. Once you've tasted, you've tasted his kindness, mm-hmm. tasted his goodness, therefore you will produce it. Mm-hmm. You will show it. Right. Ephesians 4, Ephesians 4, 29, 32. Let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth, but what is good for necessary edification, that it may impart grace to the hearers. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamour, and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. And be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ forgave you. It's the challenge, you see. You see, this, this word kindness really um, is especially used in strained relationships, wherever they are. You know why? Because there are people, God, God's attitude to the ungrateful, and our attitude to those who do us wrong. It's, it's, it's especially used in those areas where there's a strain, and uh, we can say, of course, um, it was there because it, well, well, maybe so. But uh, what is our attitude? What is our response? Mm. God says, be kind, tender-hearted. Um, sometimes we forget, don't we, that someone could be like that, but what has caused that? So if, if we don't look behind the scene, we don't look at you know, what has caused that reaction, that caused that behaviour. Now, that doesn't excuse them. We're not talking about excusing, but it, it shows we are trying to understand, and, and God, and we, we are kind and tolerant. I don't like that word. They've disturbed that word, but tolerance is a good word because we, we are tolerant. With people, not with sin, but with people, we're tolerant, we're kind. The Bible says we bear, bear with one another. Yes, yeah. even the bears. That's right. <laughs> even the bears with a sore head, we bear with them. That's right. Yes. Colossians three. Colossians three. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourself with compassion, mm. kindness, humility, gentleness. And patient. Bear with each. Yes, this I bear. Bear with each other. If any of you has a grievance against someone, forgive us the Lord who gave you. Yeah. That's the big thing. Yeah, see, that's God is asking. You see, again, the context is. Difficult relations, strained relations, those that, that are, those are causing difficulty, what does he say? Kind, compassionate, forgive. Why do we forgive? Because God's forgiven us. God, it, it's the flow. Um, I suppose one of the greatest examples of this particular word kindness is the Good Samaritan. That's one, a great example of kindness. The Samaritan, remember, is, is, is an enemy of the Jew. Um, in fact, they hated the Samaritans probably more than any, even the Romans, because they were half-breeds. Samaritans didn't like them either, mind. It, it did go both ways. Um, and so there was, there was not an ounce of uh, friendliness or brotherliness between them, because they were enemies, culturally. But as he was going down, remember? Now, he, he didn't have to stop. He, nothing to do with him. He's not, a, he's not his brother. He's not, he's, not, he's not a friend. He's not family. He's not even from the same tribe, remember he's putting his life at risk, 
because he's just been armoured, isn't he? Mm -hmm. So who knows if they're still behind the rocks and they're waiting for someone else to come so they can steal them. He's putting everything at risk mm -hmm. to help that man. Who he has nothing to do with. Uh, culturally, the enemies. He goes out of his way to help. More than that, he takes him to a, a place, doesn't he? An inn, and says, look, I'll, I'll, I'll pay the bill as well. See, when we understand that, and, and you know, when Jesus told them this story, I'm sure they were absolutely shocked. More than because as soon as he mentioned Samaritan, they were thinking, all right, he's going he's to run them down now because they are bunch, you know, they, they are half breeds. They don't, they don't worship God properly. They, they are, you know, apostates and all that kind of thing. And God says, look, no, 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 because he was telling them, who is your neighbour? Even those that you had nothing to do with or you're opposed to, you go out of your way. That's the kindness of God. God goes out of his way to do that. And God is challenging us because he's kind. He says the fruit of the Spirit is kindness. Mm -hmm. Kindness. Well, now we look at goodness. Goodness, well, anything that is right, worthy, excellent, anything that is uh, proper, um, God is good. God, by nature, is good. Uh, Matthew 19. Yes, then a man came up to Jesus and asked, Teacher, what good things must I do to get eternal life? Why do you ask me about what is good? Jesus replied. There is only one of who is good. If you want to enter life, keep the commandments. There's only one that is good. God. In us dwells no good thing. Not a good thing. You know, we, again, the world has told us we are generally good people, but we do bad things. That's, that's the, the, the mantra of today then. Oh, everyone's good. See the good. But no, the Bible tells us very clearly we are bad by nature, but we are capable of doing good things because we're made in the image of God. But by nature, by nature, we are depraved. We are. Um, culture shows it, history shows it we're talking about the war uh, out, out 21 years later after that world war can we enter another world war killing three times as many people it, it doesn't make any sense at all only that we don't learn from history we repeat it right. and it shows our heart James 4 what causes troubles and, and quarrels and troubles my selfish heart I want it, you got it, I'm going to take it off you that's what he said we'll fight and squabble over that God is good God is good. Jesus epitomized, showed that. Uh, Acts 10, 38. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, whom went about doing good and healing all and all whom oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. Again, we looked at that before, haven't we? The anointing of the Holy Spirit, God is with him, and when God is moving, what happens? He does good. Now, there's, there's the natural and the supernatural working hand in hand. Why? Because he's healing all those who are oppressed of the devil as well. But he's going about doing good. And you say, well, what is good, David? Well, just read Jesus' life. See what he did. See what he said. See how he went about. And then we can get a real good picture of what is good. We are to prove what is good, aren't we? How do we prove what is good? Romans 12 says, surrender, be transformed, and then you will be able to prove what God's will is, the good, perfect and pleasing will of God. God is good. God is good. But he calls us. He calls us to be good, to pursue it, to follow it. And we'll just look at some of the verses where God is, is really saying, look, you've been saved to serve and to 
do good. What's that verse we, we remembered many years ago now, Ephesians 2.10? We have God's workmanship, God's poem, created in Christ Jesus to do what? Good works. That's where we don't work for our salvation, but our salvation produces good works. It does. It produces change. If there's no change, there's no salvation. There's no, there's no regeneration. Because where there's regeneration, there's transformation and change. And we have prepared good works, what God has prepared in advance for us to do. There's things every day that God has prepared for us to do. I wonder how often we miss it. How often we miss the opportunity to show his goodness, to show that combination of kindness, goodness, long-suffering. Oh, ah, that would be interesting in heaven one day when we look back, wouldn't it? Yes, but all of us to take opportunity. So God asks us to pursue goodness, Galatians 6, 9 to 10. See, that's, that's, that's a challenge, isn't it? When you're weary, oh, Lord, have I got to do that again? Have I, go, go, have I got to go the extra mile again? Have I got to be good to that person again? When they reject it and ignore it, and, and the Bible says, do not be weary. Why? Why? He, he, no, he, he's, he's, he's saying, look, look a bit higher, look a bit further. He's always, always telling us that the kingdom of God is not temporal, it's eternal. He said, you will reap what you sow. You see, it's eternal. We're sowing into eternity, not time, isn't it? If we look at just time, then we'll think, I've done a good turn for that person. He didn't appreciate it. They didn't appreciate She didn't appreciate it. She didn't say thank you. Well, what do we say? I ain't doing it again. Push off. What does the Bible say? <coughs> Don't be weary. Why? Because it's eternal. We're talking we as an eternal kingdom. We are sowing. We are sowing. We are sowing. And if we don't see the fruit here, bless the Lord, there'll be fruit in heaven. We forget that, don't we? There's rewards in heaven. Do, do not be weary in doing good because we are reaping what you're sowing. Uh, 1, 1 Peter 3, 10 to 39. For whoever would love life and see good days mm-hmm. must renounce So he's, he's encouraged us to pursue it, to be followers, to imitate, to mimic, to that to be part of our nature, to be good. How can we be well? We're good because God is in us. He's filling us more and more. But again, if you go back to uh, Colossians, what does he say? Clothe yourself. Mm-hmm. Now that's that's something we have to do, isn't it? There, there's there's a cooperation now. God has given us. He's imparted to us, but we have to choose. Mm-hmm. See, when I get up in the morning, I clothe myself. If I didn't, I would, I would walk around with no clothes on, wouldn't it? But you clothe yourself. That's a choice. You have to do something. And he says, clothe yourself with these things. Clothe yourself with kindness and goodness and all those other things. Not just do it and follow it, but be full of it. Full of God. For Romans 15. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. 
I myself am convinced, my brothers and sisters, that you yourselves are full of goodness, filled with knowledge and competent to instruct one another. See, again, if we take a verse out, out, uh, out on its own, we, we miss it, don't we? Now, when we put that verse below, that the God of hope fill you with all hope and peace. Remember, all the, there's, there's, there's another fruit there going on in there. Part of the fruit, common hope and peace and joy and love. Fill you with all hope so you'll be full of goodness. See, God is, it's, it's the flow from God. It's God flowing in us, out of us, through us, full of goodness, full of goodness. Not just to be full, to, but actually to the Bible. Listen to these verses. Cleave, to cling to goodness. Romans 12. But love must be sincere. Hate what is evil. Cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another in brotherly love. Honour one another above yourselves. Cleave, cling to it. It's the same word as a man and woman will leave his, leave his mother, mother and father and cleave. It's, it's a cementing, it's a gluing, it's a sticking. It's, it's, I'm holding on to it. I'm holding on to goodness. Holding on to being good, whatever it takes. Why? Because God is good. Now we teach Titus a number of times. We'll just read this particular verse and I'll throw the other verses in as well. Uh, Titus 2, 11 to 14. For the grace of God has appeared that offers salvation to all people. It teaches us to say no to ungodliness and worldly passions and to live self-controlled, upright and godly lives in this present age. <laughs> While we wait for the blessed hope, the appearing of the glory of our great God and Saviour, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us to redeem us from all wickedness <coughs> and to purify for himself a people that are his very own, eager to do what is good. Yeah, what an amazing verse there. Take his own, redeemed us, purchased us, people of his own, what's our purpose? He's zealous for good works. He's redeemed us, his grace, he's, he's, he's bought us, purchased us, to purify us, to make us his people. What is our purpose? Be zealous. Zealous. The word means to be on fire. It means to be absolutely consumed to do good works. Why are we consumed to do good works? Because God is. God's always looking to do good. Now again, be very careful. Goodness, sometimes we, 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 we screw goodness up. God is good. Jesus, when he went into the temple and kicked it over, he was doing good, wasn't he? Now, when I challenge somebody uh, about their lifestyle, what is that good or bad? It's good. Now, again, just be, just come back. Have a, be careful how we, we challenge, isn't it? Because we need a bit of tenderness as well. But there's, there's got to be a challenge. That's good. That's good, isn't it? To be, why? Because I'm looking out for your benefit. So I'm saying, how are you doing? Come on. Go on. Rise up. Now, I can say, yeah, oh, you wasted time. Come on. Now, that's not tenderness. That's not kindness. But of course, we, we're, not, we're not always there, but it's good. Goodness, the goodness to rise us up and to be zealous for it. Now, Titus also says, verse 1, 3, verse 1, he goes on, be ready. See, when our heart is, is right and zealous, full of God, ready, we are ready to do good. We are ready, we are seeing things. I don't know about you, but you see a need. Oh, let's pray about it. No, wait a minute now. You see a need? Go and do something about it. Now, if, if you see someone needs help, 
go and help them. Or if you can't do it, you'll find someone to do it. Or they see someone with with need a couple of bob, give them a couple of bob, or whatever the need is. Look, open their open your see, be ready. And also in verse eight of the Titus says, be maintain, engage, keep going in good works. Good works. God is good. He expects us to be good. Now, the power of fellowship is important because why? Uh, Hebrews 10, Hebrews 10, 23, 25. Let us hold fast the compassion of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. And let us consider one another in order to stir up love mm. and good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, no. as it's in the manner of some, but exhorting one another, and so much the more as you see the day approaching. Fellowship is to stir. Now, the word is a lovely word. It means to provoke. It means to actually get a sharp stick and give you a bit of a prod. I want to give you a bit of a prod tonight to, to go out and do good works. Now, um, for us who, 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 have, who live with people, there's a great chance as soon as we go home to actually do something good, isn't it? Uh, those we work with, actually to see it and, and to look and to open our eyes to actually do. And that's what fellowship is, isn't it? Is to prod each other and say, "Oh, how are you doing? How, well, you know, what, 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 how are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Are you doing those things?" And that's what fellowship. You see, as soon as as we withdraw, what happens is the Bible says a man who withdraws just wants to do his own thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and what happens then? You don't get challenged. You don't get encouraged. You don't get prodded and provoked to actually, you know. Because when you see someone else doing something, when someone gives a testimony, oh, this is what the Lord did with me, this is how the Lord used me, we think, oh, Lord, if you can use him, you can use me. Can you? Yeah. <laughs> if you can use her, you can use me. And, and it stirs us, it provokes us to say, Lord, come on. You've, you've promised. In fact, your word says, you've prepared in advance good works for me to do. Your goodness in me to show it to those around us. So we need to provoke each other, to stir one another up. Now you go home and make your wife a cup of tea. Yeah? After the very That's right, yeah, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> go out of your way and, and open our eyes, open our eyes around us, our neighbours, our workmates, those that, and, and just keep your ear to the floor some, isn't it? Just, you know, we're good at that some, isn't we? Overhearing conversations, aren't we? Um, but not just to, to hear, but actually to do something about it. Um, the great thing about it is it's, again, relationship. It's, it's when we're in relationship with God, the flow from him to us, through us, is there. Remember, as we started many months ago, receive, appropriate, do, build it in our lives, and then out, flows out, donation. Amen. Uh, 2 Thessalonians 2. Therefore, brethren, stand fast and hold the traditions which you were taught whether by word or by our epistle. Now may the Lord Jesus Christ himself and our God and Father, who has loved us and given us everlasting consolation and good hope by grace, comfort your hearts and establish you in every good work. Mm. Again, goodness is in our words. 
just said there, goodness in our acts and our goodness in our works, goodness in our words. And how do we get that? God, again, God will strengthen us, comfort us, bless us as, he, as we're in relationship with him. What flows, what flows out of us? See, um, when we are provoked, stirred, that which is in us will come out, wouldn't it? <laughs> and that's why we need to be filled with him. Because, you know, uh, yeah, when everything's going all right, I can be kind and I can, I can be good. I'm nice. pretty good at that. But when I'm, prov when I'm kicked and when, I'm, when, when the barrel is kicked, what's going to come out? That which is really inside the barrel. Eh? Not that which is on the top, which I can, you know, manufacture. But that which is inside. And God says, look, I want to make it good. I want to make it kind. I want to make it like me. How do I do it? God will strengthen you. He comforts your heart. He establishes your heart. So you can be secure and sure and resolute to do that which is good, which is our regenerated nature. God is essentially, absolutely, consummately good. Therefore, he's asking us to show off the Father as children of his. Amen? Difficult sometimes, but this week you will be challenged. Every time you hear God's word, you see, the devil will... Um, make sure it's challenged and God, God will as well because he wants it to be proved doesn't he because we can talk about being kind and good and we think wouldn't the world be a nicer place if everyone was kind and good um, but you know what it starts with me and you didn't it and I can guarantee by this time by next week you will be challenged in your kindness and your goodness there will be opportunities and, your, uh, and all the others we've looked at long suffering oh that one's that one's a bit big in me long tempered I, I'm challenged quite regularly on that one. But kindness and goodness will be challenged. And God says, oh, Lord, strengthened in him, time with him, time in his word, and that will flow. You see, relationship, it's all about relationship, isn't it? Yeah. Fruit of the spirit. In relationship, and I will become like the person I, that's why he said bad company corrupts good character. I'll become like the person I spend time with. We hope you've enjoyed this podcast. To find out more about our church, visit www.oakdalechristiancentre.org.